This is the Pioneers Club podcast. The community podcast for driven entrepreneurs and leaders. Here you can connect with like-minded people, create a sense of belonging and gain more agency in your daily life. Hi, my name is Monica and I'm your host. I help entrepreneurs and leaders with big ideas go from feeling overwhelmed, scared and even confused to being clear-headed, confident and focused as they go after their goals. I'm a mental and systemic coach and primarily focus on topics such as resilience, agency, goal achievement and personal transformation, helping my clients thrive in their business with more ease. And I'm your co-host, Patrick. I help people bring stories to life. I'm a broadcast production manager for live TV, sports and music, as well as documentaries. And I've been working on productions ranging from small social media docos and personal portraits to one of the biggest sporting events in TV, which also happens to be the oldest international sporting trophy, the America's Cup. So as promised... Yeah, let's talk about the very first Paranese Club live event. How, how was it for you? Wow. I honestly, it's been already like three weeks since we met there. It's been a while. It's it, been it's, a while. It took us a while to get back together actually afterwards. It took a little bit of time, but I am still as hyped and excited about it as I was the day afterwards because it was just such a beautiful experience and so refreshing. I loved the people who joined us. We had all kinds of pioneers and entrepreneurs from all kinds of industries. And they were really gracious with each other. They were opening up so quickly. They were sharing kind of lessons learned, where they are at in, the, in their journey, but also struggles, challenges, and opening up to others to share their experiences and also get feedback, ask them about how they are experiencing certain things. It was just such an honest conversation. That was very refreshing, actually, because um, it impressed me that people that just got to know each other. They haven't seen each other ever before. And then they were just talking about what's challenging them in their in their work, in their daily lives. And it was so, I wouldn't say weird, but it's it's refreshingly weird that people actually talk like this to each other. Yeah, so the complete co opposite of networking events, just like we said, right? What we are intending to do, the complete opposite of it. And they were so generous as well with the insights that they shared. Then if somebody opened up about some a question or a challenge that they are experiencing, the others would instantly jump in and give their own opinions and give their own experiences, sharing openly and honestly what helped them or how they approach this topic or whether they experience it in the same way. So I found it very easy to go from one topic to the other as well because people were just chiming in and having this exchange so it was way better than anticipated because we were both a bit like okay so we really hope this is good but we don't know how people will react to actually asking them to share what's not that great about what they're going through right now their challenges uh, issues that they have so yeah i'm i'm positively impressed by everyone who was there? Yes, I was so nervous before that. It's just a very vulnerable place to be in, to ask someone to be very open and honest about both the good and the bad. And they did it in the most impressive way as well. 
it just showed their strength and I was impressed by every single one who joined us and no matter which stage of their journey they are at, it was beautiful to see. But let's take a step back because for some people who might not know our very first podcast, who might not know our event that, that we did. So basically what we set out to do was create a support network for entrepreneurs so they can exchange their experiences, talk to each other. And I'd like to say getting to a better version of themselves with someone else. But I think we quickly need to talk about what a support network actually is, because the word can be quite intimidating because some people might think it's this huge thing, complex thing where you have to talk about certain issues, problems and whatever. But we actually talked about how simple it can be and how basic the needs and benefits can be. Well, I think it's it was a very interesting question that was also raised that evening where one of the participants um, actually said that they don't feel the need to have a support network. They are just blessed to have friends and people that they can exchange their experiences with anyways. And I had to chuckle at that because it was this this notion of do you need something or do you just enjoy having something? And with a support network, just like you say, it's oftentimes this intimidating thing because people feel as if they are admitting that they need support, that they are too weak, that they don't handle things by themselves, which is maybe a sign of our individualized society where we have forgotten that we are simply social beings and that no one works alone and that no one works well in isolation. We know from psychology, isolation is one of the biggest risk factors for people to actually lose their agility, their mental resources, even intelligence is, has been shown to be affected by isolation. So would you say that just engaging to people is a very basic way to help us Definitely, we need exchange with other people. It gives us orientation in our reality. It gives us feedback about where we are standing. It defines our role in relation to others, in relation to the world that we interact with, because no one of us doesn't interact with the world around them. You can't isolate yourself so far. Or even then, it's a decision that you made with respect to society, I guess. So... A support network, basically, if you are blessed enough to have a support network that you don't need to name this way, but you know that you just have this enriching people around you, these friends that give you emotional security and safety, the peers that you can talk with who are doing something similar and that you can exchange your experiences with so you don't have to learn everything the hard way by yourself. If you have the mentors that enrich you and they see your potential and they give you advice on how to go further, if you have all of that and you don't name it the support network, go for it. You don't need the support network per se with this with this theme, but actually every one of us needs this kind of interactions, this exchange and this support that we get through such relationships. So you just don't label it a support network, but you just... You basically still have it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's, I don't care what you label it. I just care that you have it. But what would be a benefit or what are the key benefits when we talk about, okay, well, we're labeling it a support network now. This is what we're going for. That's mm -hmm. what we're trying to give people. 
if someone doesn't have that, and even if it's just parts of that, what can they get from what we're trying to offer them? Okay, so I'm giving, going to give you four specific benefits. One benefit, just like I addressed a little bit right now, is that a support network supports you extremely with resources. And these resources can be other experiences that they have made, case studies that you can apply to yourself, real resources like connections, like uh, introductions to other people, practical resources, monetary and <laughs> whatever you need to actually achieve your goal, but also insights as to having feedback, how they would approach a situation, etc. So they enrich you with a multitude of options. Let's phrase it like this. The second point is a support network is helping you to spot your own blind spots, which is very easy to happen if you're an expert in something and you are doing something. So you are in the trenches and it can be very difficult to view yourself from an outside perspective and can help you point you towards situations, the aspects that you might have missed, or they can tell you, wait a second, isn't there a parallel to something that you have already done? So you can reference something that you already achieved or did and learned from whatever it is. So it can help you mirror yourself back. The third point is it helps you build confidence so much so because we really have the worst level of judgment towards ourselves because we just know what we don't know. We know that there is so much more to know, etc. And from an outside point of view, people can give you this feedback of, wait a second, you are already giving me so much here. There is so much value in what you are telling me right now, how you are approaching the situation. And we couldn't possibly do that for ourselves. And the fourth point that I would address is, is just from a resilience point of view, it's an integral environmental protective factor when it comes to stressful situations and dealing with shame, dealing with challenges, dealing with physical stress, really like relieving stress. Your support network, the people that can actually, that you connect with and that are there for you in this moment can raise your resilience to a significant level. But it all means that you have a very open communication with that support network. I would hope so. Sometimes a support network can also allow you to just ease into it and not just sometimes, ideally it would allow you to ease into it and you are allowed to observe how others talk about something, how others do something. And this already is a huge level of support. So going back to the benefits that you just talked about, and when we think about the event that we had, and we had great people there sharing some challenges and some issues that they either went through when they started their, their enterprise and their companies, or that they're going through right now. What would you say were universally applied challenges? So even though they came all from different industries, I, for myself, I saw something that everyone was talking about, but what were your major points that everyone was talking about on that evening? Mm, so I would like to give one point, which was a little bit one, an observational point, which was an universal experience of relief. There, people were talking openly about challenges that they overcame or challenges that they are dealing with right now. And there was just these smiles, you know, turning up on people's faces and, and, People openly expressing as well. It's so refreshing to hear that everyone is going through that. And, and finally, I can talk to someone about it who knows what I'm talking about. And who doesn't judge me as well because they know, well, yes, I have that too. 
So it was such a, an easy atmosphere, I feel. But when it comes to the specific challenges, I think we already went through a little bit our highlights. And for me, it's like six specific points that we addressed in this event. One point is the topic of self-doubt and second guessing of oneself. The second point is comparing with yourself. The third point then is guilt-free resting. I know from my clients as well, huge topic. How do you actually turn off? It's self-care. It's important. It's Well, self-care is a little bit of a bigger topic than again, but this resting part as a very productive part of being high-performing is so misunderstood in our hustling idea of entrepreneurship. Now, the fourth point then was the discussion about what do you need along this journey when it comes to your risk aversion or inclination to take risks, but also your need for security? How do you balance that? And specifically, how do you plan for that in the short term, but also in the long term? So how does it affect your daily operations? How do you deal with projects coming in? Not in a like stable manner that you can plan with that. Okay, I have three projects next week or next month. So that's what uh, people were talking about, I guess. Yeah, it was a lot of, about the topic of anxiety, having anxiety about the future and the responsibility to actually be the one to decide how you are going to set your business up in the next months and which risks you are willing to take and um, how to base this in reality while also de dealing with the emotional and mental part of that, which was a very interesting discussion. And we're going to go into this in one of our next episodes. The fifth point then was communication as key skill set for every entrepreneur. We talked about how we are all experts in something, but the longer we do what we do, we realize that it's, it always boils down to having communication skills, be it with your stakeholders. First, at first, it's partners and, and customers. Afterwards, it's your own team. How transparent do you want to be, etc. So I love that question. I love that topic. You wouldn't think we would actually don't have to talk about it anymore, but it always comes up, right? Communication yeah. is, it sounds so stupid, but communication is key. Yeah, it really is. And interestingly enough, I, do, I know when I studied entrepreneurship and, and economics, it was always, ah, communication, it's this blah, blah topic, right? And the longer people are in their professional journey, <laughs> the more I hear back from them. You know what? The topic of communication is coming up again. So now it gains in importance. But uh, for the sixth point, before we go into <laughs> every specific topic there, the sixth point and challenge that we addressed there was actually the discussion of how do you structure how you sell your worth and your skills and the transitioning of one concept, which is the concept of trading time versus money and actually kind of setting yourself up completely anew and saying, okay, this was our past chapter of our business. And now we're starting into a new chapter where we are building something that is scalable, that is not defining me and my worth by the hours that I work. A very interesting discussion. But I guess a very complicated discussion goes hand in hand probably with the new way of work, all the troubles and tribulations that we had after COVID. So I think it's a very, very complicated issue that we're going through there. Yeah. So this 
trading time versus money and how to transition from one concept that you have always worked with, maybe for many years already, and how to actually step out of this paradigm of this concept and shift into something new and set yourself up for a new way of working. Very entrepreneurial again, right? You are in your journey and now you have this pioneering moment again. Yeah, I think all of those um, struggles or challenges, they were quite interesting because basically everyone had a story that they can relate to. So they all knew what they were going through. And I think it's it's really interesting to see different people from different backgrounds, from different industries, talk about something that all of us can relate to. I think for me, though, the one universal point that everyone really knew what it was about, even though they dealt with it completely differently, was the, the self-doubt. And how do you deal with that? Because we, I think we're constantly bombarded with how do you do better? How can you be better? Are you even able to do all of that? So it's it's every other point coming into this discussion, that the comparing your own pricing and everything, it comes into this self-doubt point mm -hmm. that makes it so hard. And I think that was really great that people actually talked about how it feels for them, how they dealt with it, or how they're still dealing with it. And really amazing was that there was a discussion about so how did you go through that? I'm having this problem right now. And then they sort of had this discussion just like our participants, even without us. It was just them talking to each other, how they deal with that. It was That was a really great part. And that's the power of a support network, right? You didn't need the coach or the organizer or the host or whoever to moderate every step and translate things and break things down, etc. But there was already this exchange, which is one of the most important parts as well about when you deal with self-doubt or self-second-guessing. Um, and if you are struggling with recognizing your own worth, it can be difficult to overcome it by yourself because you don't have this mirror. And connecting with a peer who is actually making it lighter for you because they see you for what you're presenting in a different way compared to what you constantly compare yourself with. So you probably don't like this question now, but is there something, a short tip that you could give people when they are in a situation right now that they are doubting themselves about something? Well, we'll go into more detail with this in our next episode, but a quick insight that people could very easily implement is something that I always start with with my clients when it comes to the topic of self-doubt or second guessing. And this is to stop and observe yourself. One week, two weeks, you don't need to go into a months long trial now. But the important thing is that we really start observing ourselves and these moments of self-doubt and then really write down what happened exactly in these moments the second before we spiraled into the typical emotional pattern. So I guess it actually takes a lot of practice because when you do this for the first time, and I remember when we did it in our session way back, I remember it's not that easy to actually write down exactly what's going on because you're a little bit overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So how do you approach that in the first time? Or is it just that you say, try it? Well, of course, it's easier if someone guides you through it because I have the levels of dimensions which are important to address or to observe in these moments. And it's also easier if you're just kind of talking and someone is taking notes for you. 
But what you just said, it becomes a practice. The more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more fun it becomes as well. Because in the moment that you are overwhelmed, you suddenly have a task, something that you can do that will help you afterwards to overcome this moment. And in this way, you are already more solution oriented. So you have this practice of, okay, while I'm noticing that suddenly I have this negative self-talk running again, I can instantly recognize, wait a second, which phrases are, am I repeating to myself? And then on Friday, maybe you sit down at 9am self-care practice and compare your notes and find patterns and find things that repeat itself. Every time you have this negative thought, these three things happen in advance. And I promise you, usually it starts way earlier than the moment where you spiral into the self-doubt. Usually you are already somehow overwhelmed or insecure or stressed or something happens that makes you less resilient. And then you are empowered to actually know what to address and how to address it. So it's a starting off point into that journey of finding out why you're doubting yourself. I always tell my clients, become a little scientist. You need to become your best friend and observer in this case. So you can actually shift out of how you did things until now. So... Those challenges that you were just telling us about, and we, we dug a little deeper into just the self-doubt, but that's what we're going to talk about in our next episodes. That's basically our roadmap. Yes, and I can't wait for it. We will share our roadmap and the topics that we want to address with you in the following weeks. But we want to hear from you too, and we want to hear your stories. If you are willing to open up and share with us as well, this would enrich the whole conversation and make it so much more human, which is exactly what we need in this space, right? So share your experiences, connect with us, and join us on this journey. You will find all our social handles. You can connect with us on Instagram, on LinkedIn, or via our website. You will find all the details in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you and have these conversations with you as well. So thanks for joining in today and see you in the next one.